Hey, y'all, you're listening to Social Soundtrack, where we discuss all things related to black music, politics and resilience. Music is an everyday part of our shared experience, and we've created this space to intentionally pause and reflect over our lives, our work and our relationships through music. I'm Lysandra. And I'm Kira. Thanks for tuning in. Let's jump into this week's episode. So excited. So thanks for tuning into Social Soundtrack. Today we are talking about holiday healing, which when I first heard about it, it reminded me of Marvin Gaye's sexual healing. And I came up with a little freestyle. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm so ready for this. <laughs> I guess I should never ask, like, are you ready for a freestyle? No, I, I like I thought about it. I was like, when um when pumpkin spice this season, I want holiday healing. Yes. I really just love autumn and winter and pumpkin. Well, pumpkin drinks, not like pumpkin pie. That'll we'll get into that. Um, Sweet potatoes, (laughs) snow, leaves changing. Like I just love this season. Have you seen the YouTube video of the guy who keeps seeing um, folks trying to remake macaroni and cheese? Oh gosh, no. In his response to it. It is a beautiful, beautiful mess. Macaroni and cheese is... You don't mess it up. You can't. (laughs) So that is kind of our our musicology piece of this. (laughs) Of this episode. So I know there's a song called I'll Be Having a Blue Christmas, but I always think of this um, season as I'll Be Having a Black Christmas. There's just different black holiday traditions i mentioned one with like pumpkins nope it gotta go it's all about sweet potatoes um Mm -hmm. macaroni and cheese if you are not popping that stuff in the oven oven it is not macaroni and cheese i'm sorry but i'm not sorry (laughs) there's just certain foods that remind me of this season and music as well and just like as um an emphasis on family and social connectedness i think as soon as um Halloween ends the my go-to song is So Holiday by Sounds of Blackness which I wish we could play on our episode one day one day we can yeah Yeah, let's get into it I think that that's the best part about holidays and also the hardest part about healing and taking care of oneself during the holidays Mm -hmm. are these traditions and are these really intimate and personal experiences that we all have during during this time Mm. um i'm interested and i want to hear about what are the traditions that you carry with you from your family or that you've that you've developed for yourself Mm -hmm. in this time so i think there's like of course just a huge emphasis of being with family um during these times whether it's like thanksgiving christmas hanukkah kwanzaa whatever you celebrate there's just a huge emphasis on family and giving and love. And I mean, family can be more than just who you're born with, but it's also about who you choose. Um, It's about our chosen families as well. And so I think whether you're close to your family or not, it's, it's evident that we're all built and wired for relationships. And I think um, black families in particular have included a lot of extended family members who weren't, necessarily who aren't necessarily like blood and that's been a tradition too since like slavery days so i mean today i still have aunties and uncles and cousins like brothers sisters siblings that aren't necessarily my blood but we're just as close and we're just as connected to each other and i think um 
given that tradition, like community has always been a central part to um, a central piece to the lives of a lot of black folks, despite our history and um, despite a lot of systemic measures that have been taken to um, erase our identities. Um, so that food piece, the music um, coming together, black families and communities gathering together through good and the bad. And I think, as well, just thriving, celebrating, loving, um, laughing, given all that has happened throughout our history um, and all that continues to break up our unity. I think us coming together is just that's a divine miracle within it of itself. Um, and so that's I, I think even though I try to stay away from a lot of the capitalism around um, this season, um, family keeps bringing me back in both my my biological and my chosen family. And so given that there's this whole music, uh, I think a, a piece of music that brings us together to black family classics because of the black family classics, I think, um, I've held on to, I still have a desire during the season, um, to stay rooted to other black folks during the holidays. So, I mean, I've been in, in spaces and like different holiday parties where it's like, if the if the Temptations or Jackson Five or like the Preacher's Wife soundtrack is not playing in the background, I kind of feel like I don't belong in the space. I'm like, it's it's just not my type of holiday party. I'm like, we can, I mean, even if you throw in a little bit of Jackson Five, but then you come back to like Michael Blue which no shade, but it's just it's not my cup of tea. Like it's not a real holiday party um, if we're not blasting Whitney Houston's rendition of Joy to the World, um, which is the best and only rendition that anybody needs in their life. And so I feel completely out of out of place if I'm, yeah, I don't know, having to listen to somebody who isn't Luther Vandross. Um, and again, I think because there's such an emphasis on family during this season, that's part of why I feel the need to remind myself of how I'm connected to a larger Pan-African family, which means um, a lot given that I've traveled so many times in the past few years and lived in a lot of different places. But if I'm still able to like get together with folks and, you know, um, especially black folks and like seeing Donny Hathaway's this Christmas with a group of black folks somewhere, anywhere, whether it's been in Nashville or Miami or DC and, you know, coming back to Missouri, if we can get together and sing those songs, um, wherever I am, I'm still home and there's still, um, this sense of joy. And so, yeah. I love it. And I think that, you touched on so many different mm -hmm. things because chosen family is something that is a true reality for so many communities mm -hmm. and is part of support, healing, and integral to, to self-care. Yeah. I think I, you definitely, I mean, I can say, speak uh, about, you know, the value of chosen family and queer communities. Mm -hmm. I think there's, it's really exciting to know that we can talk about and feel comfortable at this time mm. to discuss what what we need mm. as a community and what we where we where we see um, the values showing up in different ways. Mm. So you talked a little bit about the music that you that you feel and what makes you feel at mm. home and and part of. Uh, the holiday what are the other things what are the other uh, like what are you drinking what are you eating yeah. what are all your senses that you're that you're feeling that make you 
mm. make you feel at home and that it's part of your tradition, your family and, and larger family tradition. Yeah, I think with like Thanksgiving tradition, like growing up, it was always spent with my dad's side of the family. And so and that's even kind of been weird in the past few years. Um at least being in when I was living in Nashville and Miami, I wasn't able to make it home for Thanksgiving. And my first year in D.C., I wasn't able to make it home for Thanksgiving. And so that was like really weird for me to be um, hanging out with. Well, in Nashville, still with family, but a, a, an aunt and uncle and their kids that have their own traditions and they're very rooted in their own family traditions. Um and then in Miami was pretty much friends, which it was still cool, but it was like, dang, I kind of wish I was, you know, around my cousins. And then last year actually was mm-hmm. one of the first times. Yeah, it was actually the first time since 2012 that I had spent um, Thanksgiving with my dad's side of the family back in Kansas City. And it kind of felt weird too, just recognizing like, oh, we're this is a tradition we've had since we were kids, but like, we're also adults. And so, you know, like we were expected to bring or or make a dish. And I was like, Oh, I thought that was the job of my aunties, but my aunties are kind of like, what is it phasing out of being the main ones cooking? And so, yeah, just seeing like, Oh, we're adults. My cousins have kids and they have families and, we're not, it, it isn't just like me with my cousins and we're all kid. we're all the children running around, you know, acting a fool in our grandparents' house, you know, while the, while the adults are getting stuff together. It's like, no, we're the ones who are planning the dinner. And so that's been an interesting shift, especially since I, I, I hadn't been um, home for Thanksgiving in a really long time. And then with Christmas, Christmas has kind of evolved mm-hmm. over the years. Um, Again, I have many feelings about capitalism. And so <laughs> I think even while I was in college, my, like my mom would always ask me, like, what do you want? What do you want? And I'm like, I don't want anything. I need um, a tire pressure checker. And so like one Christmas, I just got a tire pressure checker. I'm like, there's there are things that I need. And so I don't I didn't want her like spending money on things that I might want. Um but yeah, that's like changed over the years, but it's usually just, um, there's always been, there used to be like a breakfast that we would always make. Um, well, usually I would make it in the morning and my mom always usually makes like either gumbo. Um, what else did she used to make? I think it might've just been gumbo. Gumbo was like the staple. One year she made like baked beans though. Yeah which was really random. We didn't understand where that came from. And then of course my mom's macaroni and cheese. I always get her to make that. Every time she asks me nowadays, like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, your macaroni and cheese. Like what else do I need in life? Why is this a real question? Well, I think I honestly, you, you tapped into exactly how I feel and what my, what is my consistent or what comes up for me when I think about the holidays. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. I think about my, my dad is obsessed with the Christmas station Mm -hmm. and will program that into his Mm -hmm. car. And that's what will, that's a huge part of my family is the, is Christmas music and that playing as the only option Mm -hmm. during the holiday (laughs) season, starting after Halloween. So which is, it's a huge 
part of my yeah, family. <laughs> which is good. See, that was the thing too. Like living in Nashville, it was kind of tough because I had family there, but like actually their family tradition is that they don't play any uh, holiday music until after Thanksgiving. And so I remember like, Wild. yeah, and, which I was kind of like the person like after my birthday ends, after September 30th, October 1st, I start playing Christmas music. Like I don't even care about Halloween. It's just all Christmas music. And so... I remember like hanging out with them because I couldn't get back home to Kansas City for Thanksgiving. Like the day before Thanksgiving, prepping with my aunt in the kitchen, I wanted to play holiday music. And it was like a huge showdown between my cousin. Like she took my phone and she was like, we do not play holiday music in this house until the day after Christmas. And like, I knew it was kind of, there was like a lightheartedness under it, but also it was like, it's really their tradition that they don't do that. However, in my family, I was like Buddy the Elf, and it's my tradition that I do that beginning in October. And so it it kind of, I mean, she didn't know this, so if you're listening, I won't name your name, but you know who you are. Like, it really kind of hurt because it was like, I want to be back with my, you know, immediate family during this holiday and do my traditions, but I'm also surrounded by mm-hmm. other family where they have their traditions. And it, it like really hurt because I'm like, I don't want, I don't, it's not my tradition to wait until after Thanksgiving to start playing Christmas music. But like, no, she like took my phone and turned my music off and there was a showdown. And I was like, this is dumb. I want to drive to Kansas City. (laughs) It was intense. (laughs) I truly don't understand. Yeah. And I am not interested in getting into a deep discourse about this because it it will. I wanted to cry, but But. you know, I had to keep my thug composure. Okay, fine, whatever. I'll just wait till I get back to my car. Look, I think every family use the beautiful spirit that is the holiday season in the way that yeah. you want to use it. But yeah, that's it's really important mm-hmm. to me too. Um, and it really sets the tone for, for the whole day, especially because I, you brought it up. And I, this is what honestly has been my experience in the last few years um, and why I want to talk about holiday mm-hmm. healing um, today because really the last the last few years have have been about change Mm. holidays have been about uh, grappling with taking care of myself and understanding the change that's happening in the family and in in my holiday Mm. experience traditions have been shifting Mm. and and plans have been same you know plans are different every year and so that's really that really has been my experience as well and and i know that that has not been just mine right i i know that 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 is something that comes up for everyone and it can have it can like shake you and 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 shift your your sense of comfort that i know we all hold we all hold dear so that that being said what what comes to mind when you think about yourself in this change and how do you what what processes or steps do you take to take care of yourself or how have you been able to center yourself in the in the midst of Mm-hmm. I would say two things. Um, I'll start with the center of myself is like, and not just for the season's sake and it being, you know, in a cliche way, like the season of joy, but like truly not mm-hmm. beyond the holiday seasons, like rooting myself in joy and also um, in like radical joy at that. And then reminding myself that I do still have a lot of music that reminds me of, um, different tradition that still you know like lift up your spirits and so yeah when I immediately think of the holidays I do think about that change and just how how much it's shifted over the years um 
I think one thing that's been difficult in some ways is that I've lost, um, I, I find myself processing, uh, the deaths of two family members around the holidays. So my dad passed away, um, two days after Christmas in 2002 when I was 12 and my grandfather passed away a few days, uh, yeah, just a few days before Christmas in 2014. And so I think that is kind of, it's like on my mind at the same time of wanting to, um, I don't know, um, be, and the only way I can describe it is like buddy, the elf be the, that share that Christmas cheer, you know? Um, it's also like I'm processing the deaths of, um, two of the men in my life who, who were, who I was extremely close to. Um, and for, I mean, even just how, each of them died like very being very different and yeah that's just something I constantly have to process and so I think um thinking back to like kid traditions or my childhood and Christmas um the past few years haven't been I think as full of joy for me when as when I was a kid um but yeah, I, I just don't get excited as much as I used to over the holidays, but there are still things that root me. So, for instance, like the first snowfall we had um, a couple of weeks ago in Missouri, I just blasted um, yes. Boys to Men Let It Snow and was just like crooning around my house and like body rolling and was really excited about that. Um, even if, yeah, I think Thanksgiving, there's still some roots um and family but yeah Christmas can be kind of different and then it's also looked differently for me in every city and one thing I've learned especially um get in the past couple of years is just how to fight for joy um regardless of what city I'm living in like being thankful that I have um any family whether it's my biological family or my chosen family to spend the holidays with and also um it's really taught me that I don't have to be so dogmatic about any traditions. And so granted, like this year, Thanksgiving, I'll still be with um, my family back in Kansas City. But like for Christmas right now, I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I'm very open to um, just not keeping up with traditions. The tradition could be rooted in the music and the tradition for me, I think is going to be Mm -hmm. rooted in wherever I am fighting for joy. So tradition isn't necessarily like, a schedule or an itinerary of things that we do and food that we have. But yeah, the past few years, because I've lived in so many places has been my tradition is that no matter where I am and who I'm with, I'm going to make an active decision to radically fight for joy and not just this materialistic red and green holiday joy fuzziness. It's like, no, this is genuine joy that I want to, um, end the year with as well as start my new year with, yeah that's pretty incredible I think also it's in um reflection on your experience I am I don't know how you do it I'm so sorry that this is a season that brings up a lot and you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself (laughs) to be to Mm. be joy and you don't always have to be joy I think yes if that's Mm. what you want build that for yourself and and yes nothing says comfort Christmas and joy to me like a boys to men run. And I think joy can come with um, 
with joy also means like giving myself the freedom and and even with radical joy giving myself the freedom to still feel grief and feel sadness and i'll just give a shameless plug to what i think was one of it's now like one of my top five Disney movies inside out, like was a staple movie for me, especially when I was living in Miami. Cause I was like constantly trying to suppress tears. And I remember my friend telling me like, you don't have to be strong all the time. You don't have to like pretend like everything is okay. Like if you are not feeling this, just let it out and communicate that. And if you haven't seen inside out, essentially it's about this kid, Riley, her family moves from like the Midwest to San Francisco. And she's like trying to suppress um, the sadness and displacement she's feeling with joy, her emotion, the emotion on the inside of her joy is trying to like take over everything and tell sadness to just like, shut up, stop talking. Like you don't exist. And it's like, sometimes we need sadness in order to experience real joy and you need sat that sadness um you need to express that sadness so other folks know that everything isn't okay um but they can surround you with um community and whatever love that you need that they may not try to um engage in if you're always walking around like everything's okay and so when I talk about joy I don't want to again I'm not just talking about like yeah I'm joyful um in the sense of like I'm happy it's like I'm being joyful by fully engaging in my emotions and being excited about um boys to men's let it snow and being excited about my mom's macaroni and cheese but also reflecting on the good and the bad of my childhood and the good and the bad of like not having my dad here um yeah and like what that all of those feelings I'm engaging in all of those feelings and because I feel free to engage in all of those feelings that's why I have radical joy in such a like cliche materialistic um holiday season I am in love with the idea that Inside Out is now the new holiday Inside Out is, movie. yeah, that, that should be a holiday movie. Like, so don't good. be over, yeah, Emotional like, don't dungeons. be over, don't feel like you have to be succumb to all the fictitious joy that's being spread around through the holiday season. Like, if you need to be sad, embrace that so people can embrace you and, like, give you what you need, whether it's grieving while you grieve or being joyful while you're also joyful. Like, just embrace whatever you're feeling. What about you? Yeah, I... Well, it's funny because I I think about <laughs> that actually perfectly encapsulates a lot of the things that I that I feel during the holidays. There there has been a lot of family shift um, in mine, and uh, traditions are few and far between um, at this at this point. But in beautiful ways, in, in changing ways, and good with new new family members and. and bringing more folks or trying to bring more folks into the fold and, and encouraging and encouraging that change. And I am resistant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I've been, I've been really spending a lot of time, like why I love bringing people into my life and having, having more joy around me and, and happiness for others and this resistance. What is Mm -hmm. this coming from? Uh, And so I have, spent the past few years really fixating on the things that feel like traditions or feel like Mm -hmm. my own comfort. So I've built a few practices, honestly, um, for specifically for monitoring and tracking 
my comfort levels and, and needs around when I'm recognizing change during the holidays. Mm. So I have become like in the same s- scope that you are in talking about movies. I have really dove directly into the Hallmark Uh-oh. Uh-oh. lifetime <laughs> movie series so aggressively to the point that I just, I, I, I love it in without mm-hmm. any shame <laughs> because it, it's something that I, it, it's dependable. It's That's consistent. True. I have to put zero <laughs> mental energy toward it. And it, it, it feels just like all, all in some good ways and some bad ways, but just a throw up of yeah. stereotype that I, yeah. that I, <laughs> can i can mm-hmm. pause my mind yeah if that makes sense it feels really relieving <laughs> um especially when mm. when in pain um, that is interesting or, yeah and, and of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just looking and at my dvd list right up, like my tv's in front of me and i'm like looking at the dvds that i have because yes i still own dvds while i am a member of netflix um get at me but yeah i'm like wait did i watch any right i'm like did i watch any of these like pop in any of these uh dvds last year i don't remember i feel like i was binge watching like the godfather last christmas which i can get into that in our movie traditions (laughs) with my family but yeah i'm looking at like i have a christmas story and elf and this christmas and I guess Narnia could go in there. I don't know why or where I got this Happy Feet DVD. I don't even know if that's a Christmas movie. I've never watched it. Um, Yeah, if that's, if you're listening to this podcast and I've lived with you and that is actually your Happy Feet DVD, I have that. I can return it to you because I don't know where it came from. And yeah, of course, like a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I'm like, huh. I, I... I forget how grounding yeah those movies can be especially um a christmas story i just i feel for ralphie mm-hmm. really that was our staple i mean shout out really? to ohio i didn't know that was in ohio yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah elf is a big one for me um yeah. as well i christmas movies are, are a major part of tradition mm-hmm. and for me, also, this is like a really silly thing, but just mm-hmm. for mental space, mental and mental space outside of the tradition of listening mm-hmm. to the music twenty four seven in the car, those those stations mm-hmm. and, and movies. Is I go to the gym on Thanksgiving Day, oh, Thanksgiving morning, and I and I really carve out mm-hmm. exercise time. One because I don't bring anything to the kitchen in any way shape or form so it's really better for me just to exit myself that is real that is so real and okay, and, and so, as somebody who is so like also, constantly in the kitchen um and doesn't like people who don't know what they're doing being in my kitchen i thank you on behalf of all the people who are like me <laughs> like if you don't know what you're doing thanksgiving is not the day to teach you just no <laughs> i'll see you after the holiday seasons and then you can get a cooking lesson <laughs> well i'll tell you it, it started out it this whole this whole thing started out not as uh a way for me to be selfish on Christmas. Cause I mean, l- luckily it not having a great, um, uh, what is it called? Not being great in the kitchen has allowed me to 
have mm-hmm. space that I need during the day to be present in other ways. But um, also being a vegetarian, mm-hmm. so much of the holiday and mm-hmm. being the youngest, no one else is a vegetarian mm-hmm. in my home. Being the youngest, other people have already carved out what they're doing mm-hmm. on the day that I only show up to make sure that I have something to eat um, and, and make that happen in the kitchen when it, when it at the last second. While, so I'm not bothering folks that are very mm-hmm. focused on the turkey and making sure gravy's right, That's doing right. all that stuff, right? I uh, the reality is, is that most of most of that time is spent heavily on mm-hmm. on meat <laughs> dishes. Um, so, so I I stay out because it's not. Um, I'm not going to participate okay. in in it, not for any reason. But I don't truly don't know how to do it, and nor would I be helpful there. Um, but. Also being the youngest, you know, I, I have a little bit of freedom. I'll, I'll put the, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. dress the table and that takes, you know, I'll do the other things I'm, I'm here for, yeah. for that. But going to the gym has been un, unknowingly has been really important. And I, I brought that to all parts of holidays because, um, that change, I need a breather. I need moments where I've carved out for myself so I can breathe and process and take things on. I, I now fixate on things that mm-hmm. bring me comfort, like an advent calendar, things like that. This is a mm-hmm. highly Christian episode. Um, but those those pieces have been really mm-hmm. important to me. Looking at and looking at the snow going out and being like driving around going honestly this sounds so cap- capitalist but i really do love going to like yeah. a starbucks oh, Lord. and like, yeah. hearing the music oh my gosh not not that i every time we'll be buying starbucks when i go there truly yeah. they're really good at bringing in they really, really soothing jazz bookstores yeah. do this too i have had like and, four or five starbucks drinks in the past two weeks yeah. Have you? Isn't it amazing how what they've done? That, that's I the know, marketing. And I, I'm like, I hate <laughs> capitalism. I never drink Starbucks. It's only during the holiday season. I'm like, yes, I would like a pumpkin spice chai tea latte. Not a pumpkin spice latte. Not a chai tea latte. A pumpkin spice chai tea latte. Also, last week when I was in last week when I was in uh, DC, I had a. They have an eggnog chai tea latte. So I need you should try it. It's great. I recently saw a, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a Cortado gal. I recently saw a what? maple Cortado. What? My mind Stop. was blown. <laughs> yeah, I just, oh, yeah. yeah but holiday drinks. It feels good. I don't know what it is about it, but I, I that absolutely is part. Oh. I, I drink almost no hot chocolate. It's deeply unsatisfying, also, but I need it during the apple cider mimosas? I, I, right I, yeah, I can't, I can't go <laughs> through this time without hot chocolate, without hot cider, and also apple cider yeah. mimosas are a thing in my life. hmm Ooh. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Because <laughs> I'm basic. Have you ever, yes. ever mold wine? I haven't made it, but I've had it. And it is delicious. I keep singing. I'm going to make it. Yeah. It's something. We had that. At, remember that? Wait. It, I think you were there. The uh, holiday party I had when, like, my first year in D.C. 
I when well, maybe we were maybe out so. by that time. I don't know. I yes. love it so much. I, That's some good stuff. I used to live in a, a culture of mulled <laughs> wine, and it's so hard to find good mulling spices, and so it's a special, it special treat. I need that this year, too. <laughs> not something... Yeah, it's totally not anything anything related to my family, but it absolutely makes me feel cozy. And I, The pumpkin in the holiday... Um, mm. spices. I mean, take you, you to a level. sprinkle yourself in the morning That's with incredible. cinnamon and nutmeg and allspice and ginger. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my fragrance for oh the year. Oh my gosh. I would... Let's let's have a, a visualization of us laying a top whipped cream with some pumpkin. I just want to roll pumpkins. around in a field of sweet potatoes. Oh gosh, it's weird, oh, but gosh. like I mean, it would be so yeah. good. That's that's that joy too. I think joy is just rooted during this time. I mean, people too, of course. People again, we are wired for relationships. This is social soundtrack, but the music and the food and the drinks is just. Yeah. There has to be some sort of biological but, explanation behind how those things make us feel. Yeah, and honestly, all of those things are vehicles mm-hmm. to people why why are we having mold wine that yeah. is not by ourselves I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't do that alone really hey, you do that if you want to drink a whole crock pot full of mold wine <laughs> no judgment here <laughs> yeah no no judgment <laughs> but uh, it's true though like uh, when you think about what makes mm. hot cocoa feel good to you it's sitting with someone mm. in a mug at home with marshmallows or whatever on top you know what i mean this this is like childhood stuff um this is like being with your siblings or being with your your aunties i don't know i it everything i think um can feel in especially in changes with Mm. those around you can feel scary or can bring up rustle up a lot of different feelings but really mm-hmm. being present with oneself is in my opinion is the most important way to be able to be present in, in community and and show up the way that you want to show up and and support others and, because yeah. they're feeling the same way i think often we, we think about like why doesn't this feel right what feels wrong about this and it can be because mm-hmm. everyone's feeling the same way and we don't all have practices to take care of ourselves to be well during this time and and to to soothe those feelings mm. that we that, that just come up okay. um i don't know what are the things that you you feel like you're doing or that mm. you're going to carve out this year right other than be part of the elf? Um, <laughs> what am i doing i am drinking apple cider mimosas often <laughs> uh-huh. um i'm looking forward right. to just like hanging out with family um for thanksgiving and i think just like even tapping into some of the traditions that have that have kind of like moved away from like tapping back into those just to i think you like bringing up the movies and me thinking like wow did i watch any movies like any holiday themed movies last year like even just tapping into those and watching a couple with family i think can um 
can be grounding as well. And then another thing I wanted to do, um, even just thinking about movies, is we used to always go see whatever major movie was coming out um, on on Christmas. Yeah, yes. like I remember too. one year it was I Am Legend. Another year it was like Ali. I don't know if Will Smith is coming out with another movie this Christmas, but I feel like it's always a Will Smith movie. Um, but yeah, like even if we can just like bring family to go see one movie, whether it's Thanksgiving or um, a Christmas, that would be really dope. And then um, I think more than anything, again, just being practicing gratitude. I know it sounds so cliche, but really practicing gratitude. Um yeah, and and being present is is just an uh, one thing. Like I don't I don't want to be like, oh well, it used to be like this in the past, and we used to do this, and we used to do that, and feel down about it. It's just like if you used to do this, ask yourself like, do you want to continue with that tradition, or why did you move away? Like again, just going to the movies. We used to go to the movies. I don't have to like complain about that either. Go to the movies or find a new tradition to pick up or just a new, um, yeah, yeah, just something new to enjoy as long as you're around somebody, anybody. I mean, again, chosen or biological family to enjoy it with. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that this is something that doesn't feel like mm-hmm. part of the holiday season. Um, nor does it feel like part of our culture in general, but because it's, it's comes from mm. deeply comes from vulnerability, but, um, and especially during a, a time of year where gift giving is the mm. love language that is yeah, lifted up. <laughs> I think it really it is hard. And I think what can bring those feelings or what has brought those feelings, um, in a very difficult way is stopping and spending a moment to verbalize and express mm-hmm. feelings that you have for mm-hmm. those around you. I, it is really hard to do that. That is coming yeah. full from vulnerability. I, I can, I can say, cause that, that wasn't a love language that I, yeah. I necessarily grew up with. Um, mm. but it is my love language. And so I have to carve out that time, even despite the distractions of the, of the Santos mm. at every mall and, you know, the loud music and mm. the overstimulating Everything being crowds. on sale. Like, in the car with your everything being there, on sale. Which buy is like, this, buy that. And I'm like, uh. Yep. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, it, I think in, when you have that moment in the car with your with your mm-hmm. loved one or you have a second that you're, you're pouring a mimosa, you can... Yeah. be in that moment and say something and yeah. that's my that's my call to myself this year is to is to verbalize the, a lot of things that I have been stifling um unnecessarily out of mm. pride or whatever it is of just love and joy and and seeing yeah. the people around me I think one thing that helps too them. is like so, um we have a few birthdays around the holidays like my sister's birthday and then both of her daughters mm-hmm. um birthdays are really close to christmas and new year's um and so i think that kind of helps too and even just mm-hmm. actually thinking back to another thing it wasn't a tradition but it was just 
even memories that don't necessarily become yearly traditions. Um, I remember when Chance the Rapper's holiday yeah. album came out and I thought it like I had picked my sister up from work and we were driving back home. I was like, yeah, there's no Chance the, Chance the Rapper holiday album just came out. And I was schooled. I mean, I remember having a conversation with my sister. I, I was schooled and learned that um, Chance the Rapper is not a trap rapper because I was calling it trap music. <laughs> and she, my sister was like, yeah, no, nah, this is this is not trap music. And I was like, really? What is it? Like, what? What isn't this what the kids are listening to today? I was like, I'm having such a I was having like this old moment with my little my sister's only like five years behind me. But I was having this really like old person moment with my little sister. But we were still able to enjoy the album and she liked it, even if she pretended as if she didn't. Um, Shout out to Chance the Rapper. That little Mary Christmas little mama. Merry Christmas, little mama. That was like, that was a, that was a little bop. I liked it quite a bit. <laughs> Truly, the other thing that you can guarantee yeah. at this time of year are the new albums. Real, real yes, shout out to John Legend's new Christmas album. Everyone should it. be listening. You've mentioned it to me, and I'm yeah, oh I'm like slacking because I'm still so listening good. to my old classics, like. Eartha Kid Santa Baby <laughs> and like the Kurt Franklin um yeah. oh, it was like early 90s that out al- that whole album Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis <laughs> and I'm like I do need to get up to date on what the, yes. yeah everybody's going to be dropping like a new holiday album and I need to get those into my life all I'm saying is as I said, I do love to listen to jazz during oh, this time and yeah, been listening to Cal Basie. But John Legend. Yeah, what are you? Yeah. John Legend <laughs> does have a song oh, with featuring okay, Esperanza. Yeah, you Spalding, said enough. So you know how much I love Esperanza. <laughs> if Esperanza and I could like get together, <laughs> I can pick out my fro. She has her fro. She get her bass. I can get my violin and we could just vibe. Like. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I love Esperanza Spalding. So thank you. That's all you see, that's all you had to say. I was like, yeah, I'll get into John Legend. I'll pick up John Legend. But you said John Legend and Esperanza. Yeah, Esperanza is like my jazz, my jazzy (laughs) Janelle Monet. So yeah. Look, I knew I was speaking to my audience, but also he has the first song when I when I opened it up, I I started listening to the album and the first song was with Stevie Wonder and I had a moment and I was like only John Legend would honor the past because he um the song that he was Mm -hmm. featuring Stevie Wonder on was what Christmas means to me and it felt like only he would continue to reinforce Mm -hmm. the past while also being part of the present and participating it and that felt Oh, he's and mm-hmm. I felt like what he does on the regular in all in all aspects of his life. I mean, think about how how he shows up for folks on Twitter. Think for how he, how he shows up in in all mm-hmm. of his music. It was really incredible. Um, so yeah, so mm-hmm. I totally I totally recommend it. Yeah. It's gonna, it's so gonna, what are some of our heartbeats? Like, what are some of your? I don't know. Like, what has this week been like for you? What are what are some of your songs of the week? Yeah, so so heartbeats a little bit um, on my end have been slow progress, honestly, um, on small things that I'm doing in my life that I think are having an impact on on what 
mm-hmm. what music I've been listening to or where I've been, where my head has been. So I have been really trying to get on um, small movements for progress. I mm-hmm. forgot, you know, you're trying to bite off more than you can chew. I've been doing that a lot recently and realize that those tiny little mm-hmm. movements toward the tiny little movements are progress. And so mm-hmm. for the first time in my life, welcome to the club. <laughs> it makes a difference. It's, it makes a huge difference. It's, it's incredible. Yes. So truly, I feel like I mm-hmm. have had a, like a quote unquote win. I feel really, I feel like I've accomplished something in the morning. And then I feel mm-hmm. really relaxed when mm-hmm. I come home and I open the door and my, my bed's made and my room is, is set up. That's never been my, who I am as a person. That's not, I am undisciplined in that way. And, and it feels, it has felt like a, a really beautiful addition to my life. And that, that's a tiny thing that I've been doing. Um, and I've been, I've been keeping it up. So I feel real good about it, but yeah, so that's been really good. Those small movements also include um, getting an affirmations app and and, lo- and and looking at that multiple times a day to to reinforce mm-hmm. positive uh, positive statements that I'm telling myself in, in breaking m- mental cycles. I totally recommend an affirmations app um, nice. for free in there daily. It's pretty great. Um, but that being said, I think that's shifted a lot of where I'm at and I'm thinking about what does the holidays mean and how do we mm-hmm. connect with one another? And sometimes it's through th- some throwbacks in the mm-hmm. that we, the holidays are all about nostalgia <laughs> and connecting with those and trying and, and figuring out ways to connect. So I, um, I'm gonna, my songs this time around okay. are Jackson, uh, Janet Jackson's All okay. For You and mm-hmm. okay. bring up, bring up some <laughs> again with Get jiggy with it. Who doesn't like to party to that? Everyone. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like those those couple um, throwbacks can really Seriously. keep in the energy of a room, especially. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, when, those songs like definitely bring people up out of their feelings. I was just thinking about cuffing season and it being that too. On top of the holidays, I'm like, yeah, those are definitely like, yeah, get out your feelings and just get up and move songs. Yeah. Mm. it's it's so physical like healing is has to is is physical is physiological and and sometimes that movement and me being in my body is really important Mm. to to then address what feelings i'm having frankly um but also a song Mm. i've been truly on a john legend kick since that album came out and what has spoke to me in a real way um this mm-hmm. this week was um john legend's i know better this song is full of humility and self-love and it, it really is setting the tone for where the strength that i want to build in my life um and show up consistently it's really an inspiring song it's it's like a love letter to oneself it feels mm-hmm. like he was writing it for to mm-hmm. himself for us it was pretty beautiful 
and I and I'm yeah. in, in that I've been really deeply connected so to. So for me, um, <laughs> my job, we just finished up our our conference, our biennial conference, um, and yeah, it is over. Uh, we were able what? to have a people of color gathering um, to start the conference, actually, with a people of color gathering, advocates of color. We just all got in a room and yeah, shared a little bit about what's going on, some of um, the challenges we've had and just also just seeing each other and sharing words of encouragement and what we envision. And then I also had, um, I did a workshop. And so I think with the connection, with the folks that I connected with over this past week and I mean, really reflection over the past month or two, um, well, really the past few months, it's just been growing pains a lot um, as we're closing out the year for me, um, especially moving back to, to Missouri. And I think this week, especially I felt seen and understood by multiple people. Like I was just getting, there have been thoughts that have kind of gone through my head in terms of like my values with the work that I'm doing and like where I see myself, um, with balancing like social justice and creativity and folks really saw me and conceptualized um a lot of feelings that are not even just feelings but like thoughts that I've been having um floating through my head and so um yeah the past week of just me recognizing and being and trying to be okay with the fact that I'm a seed planter and so I'm very much like big picture um can't I can see both details and big picture, but I'm very much a big picture type of person. Like we're at point A, let's get to point Z and um a visionary and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um I'm saying that still somewhat hesitantly. I'm trying to embrace it that yeah. Um or really just oh, embrace it. Like I, I've known existed. it's always there. Yeah. Especially again, I've lived in so many cities in the past few years. And I just go to places. I have my my big bag of resources and um random facts and I'm a seed planter and I'm not necessarily going to be the person who waters the seed or who cultivates the seed. And I need to recognize that that's that is okay. Um and even though it still feels a bit scary, I play a role in basically seeing and connecting other people to the bigger picture. And I'm just learning that, you know, I may not necessarily always be rooted to one particular organization or one particular agency or one particular um I guess, movement in in terms of like silos, but I'm rooted to a larger movement. And yeah, I just need to be okay with being that seed planter and continuing to keep um momentum going if you will and so the my songs for the week have um it's been Solange's borderline ode to self-care just because again I have to remind myself like I don't need to take on everything like I I play my role and I think for a really long time I've been trying to like force myself into the role of being someone who waters the seed and cultivates the seed and stays there to like watch it grow and that's just like not who I am as a person but um wherever I've been I've still remained intentional I've remained rooted my roots are just across many sectors um I've remained rooted and I've remained 
um, connected and known by other people. Um, and so it's just like, you know, you can take, a, I, I can, it's okay for me to take a piece of myself off um, and just rest in wellness. Like that is okay. Um, and then Judy Jackson, worth it. I actually shared this song with one of our friends um, when they were in the process of um, preparing for transitions into like new things. And it's interesting that I've kind of come across this song again, that I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> now it's my song. It's, it's kind of a Amazing. season where it's my song. Um, but yeah, it just speaks to like, the struggles you're going through, the growing pains that you may be feeling like it's going to be worth it, which again, it's so like cliche, silver lining, but it's, it's the truth. Like, I don't know. My, my faith has become a lot um, deeper over the past few years because I've, I'm like reflecting on what growing pains look like in Nashville. And I'm like, Oh, I made it through that. Or reflecting on what growing pains look like in Miami. And I'm like, Oh, I made it through that. And reflecting on what growing pains look like in DC. And I'm like, Oh, I made it through that. And so now experiencing growing pains back in Missouri I'm like it's fine it'll be worth it I've been through this again like going through different trials and different setbacks or what have you um has always been a part of my story and I can reflect on those and be like you made it through that you'll be fine through this like it's cool and then um my other song is Jamila Woods is uh holy it's just been my my bob for like the past month or so or two yeah i just love the song like i'm not lonely i'm alone oh, and that song all day yeah <laughs> i don't even know okay. where to let's or how break to break that, that or if i could do it justice when we need jamila on this show let's speak that one into existence um we need jamila on no. the show <laughs> Yeah, I'm not lonely. I'm alone. Oh, and what does oh, that? I mean, ooh, like, what does that I mean with the during the holidays? Like, I'm even just being surrounded by people and being alone. Like, and I don't really see it as like being uh-huh. detached. Uh-huh. It's just I am a full person. By, I mean, even though, yes, we are wired for relationship, we are wired to be in community with each other. I am still a full person and I can show up 100%. I am 100%, I'm 100% a person by myself. I am not, like nobody can complete me. No job can complete me. No salary, no person, like nothing no amount of knowledge can complete me. Like I have everything I need um, and anything else, other people, like we just complement each other. We, we feed off of each other's energies and we complement each other in different ways, but I can't look to be um, sustained by, yeah, something that is outside of myself. And so I think about, oh, yes, I'm alone, but yeah. I, not even just being alone, but being whole and being full, like 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe a good book to read during this time, if it that brings up what I've been in the process of mm-hmm. fully conceptualizing is mm-hmm. Brene Brown wrote a book. Oh, yeah. On I know who she is, belonging. yeah, but I haven't heard about the book. Mm. Have you Have you heard about this, this book? Yeah. We can, yeah, we can put it in the show notes. Um, 
but I, this book she wrote about was in reference to her trying to understand when she's a social researcher, um, shame researcher, but, um, it was related to a Maya Angelou quote about belonging. Mm-hmm. Like I belong nowhere, everywhere, nowhere at all. We can find the quote and also put that in show. And I mm-hmm. totally butchered this because I don't have it in front of me. And, and she's, yeah, we can add that. And she's the cool. most perfect. So, um, but it was, it's, let's talk about, maybe we can bring up, um, yeah, but let's, bring, let's talk later mm-hmm. about belonging, especially after, maybe after the holidays, this is a really good time to rethink and re regroup, mm-hmm. um, after being inundated with yeah. a whole lot of stimulation to really get back to that would be are. a good one. Yeah. Um, her, um, her quote is, mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or quotes, that is my I life, and that, I think that's what I'm no trying place, to get to. Is like, every place at all. again, me being um, <laughs> being such a floater and having again seeing a big picture this week has just been recognizing that, like, yeah, I'm alone. I'm 100. I'm whole, and I take my whole self wherever I go, and I can take my whole self wherever I go. I don't have to try to find completion in a particular place because I don't. Yeah, like I'm. I'm never gonna feel like I belong. 100% in any yeah. space but wherever I'm going like I'm still gonna bring what whatever it is I bring to the table 100% but yeah let's definitely add that to show notes and table that for um a future episode I think that would be really great just what does it mean to belong where you belong but look Jamila with the long eyes <laughs> she wrote a song about how you pronounce her name you can't get it wrong I... <laughs> mm, that's funny um okay yeah so i feel um like the last thing we have to do is yes yes so one. you can Make sure you follow us. You can follow us on um, um you can on, follow social soundtrack pod, yeah, social right. sound pod on Twitter. Um again, you're already listening on SoundCloud and we'll post this in the show notes. But we'd also um just love to hear about what music wellness looks like for you during the holiday season. What is your holiday healing? Um, I'm also going to post in the show notes, my Christmas playlist. I, that's right. I said Christmas playlist. Um, I can barely say it properly, but that's spelled C H R I hyphen M U H playlist on Spotify. Um, and of course we'll have some of the songs that we talked about during this episode in the show notes as well. And a playlist for you to follow on SoundCloud and Spotify, but yeah, share with us, um, some of your holiday wellness tips or your traditions or what makes you feel grounded. And, um, again, a deeper, more meaningful and radical joy during the holiday season you can either email us at social soundtrack pod at gmail.com or you can follow us um and tweet us on twitter social sound pod and use the hashtag social soundtrack yeah Cool. Yeah, we and love you really. Like, please, Jamila. if you're All listening the to this ever and want to sit and on this please podcast, we love to. 
we would love to hear your thoughts about wellness and just yeah her whole that yes. whole album is is my wellness plan my my wellness music plan so yeah and take care of yourselves out there um and and find what feels right yes. what feels right is is what's right uh, so please belong to oneself and and support support it we'll talk um, to you next time all right yeah thank you so much and bye we'll be <laughs> in touch yeah all right i'll see you bye